0: Here I turned 12. The age where you transfer from boy to man. It's the little things that you remember all your life. First hit, your first kiss, the first time your dad lets you know that he sees you. Well, I still hadn't had the other
1: two, but boy, did that third one feel good. Would you stand up and walk out on- Happy Wonder Wednesday, everybody! This is Angela Bowen, the host of Looking Back on My Wonder Years, A Wonder Years podcast. I am continuing my coverage of Season 1 of the 2021 Wonder Years with Episode 17, which aired March 23, 2022. In this episode, Kim is excited to start her new job as a waitress at the local diner, which Dean adopts as his local hangout. When Kim experiences drama with her friends, she finds unlikely allies and a tough co worker and her younger brother. Cool. I don't, you know, it's kind of cool getting an episode about Kim. Kind of like every once in a while we get an episode about Karen, or sometimes we get one about Wayne from the original OG Wonder Years. So this episode's got a 7.3 out of 10 based on 78 ratings. Do we have any guest stars? Oh, we do have guest stars. All right, we got Lila Rich Creek Estrada playing Wendy. She maybe might be the tough co-worker who Kim, um, Kim bonds with. We got Summer Madison as Pam. We have returning Andrew Hull is Ham- Andrew Tull, excuse me, is Hampton. We got Caleb Black as Norman. We got oh god. Are you serious? We're getting Myron Parker right as Kwame. He's coming back. Oh my God. When was the last time we saw him? Like, episode two? <laughs> Way back. I mean, we've heard mentions of him and stuff. Like, oh, okay, Kim's still hanging out with this jerk. So, alright, we got Aaron Wright, A R Y N, Aaron Wright hyphen Thompson as Kathy. We have Nyla Blazinging as Mildred we got David Alexander as Mr. Young so I'm not sure is he maybe Kim's boss at the restaurant um maybe uh possibly because he's only in this episode so all right this episode was uh directed by Aisha Aisha Tyler writers and Kay Patterson Neil Marlins and Carol Black, of course, credited for the original show. We got Jack Jacque Jacque Edmonds. We got Amberia Allen, story editor. Kendra Cole, story editor. Yale Galena, story editor. Diver Danny Batista as staff writer and Yaman Siegel as staff writer. Again, I apologize if I mispronounce anybody's name. All right. There, of course, no trivia. There never really seems to be. All right. So, if you're new to the Wonder Years podcast, I started covering season one of the new Wonder Years back in, I think it was like, late September, well, probably even October, because the show didn't premiere until towards the very end of September, and originally it did start out with, I think, nine episodes, and then they got ordered for a full 22-episode season, so right now I am on episode 17, I'm just doing an episode a month at the moment, and we'll finish up 2022 with the final episode of season one. And then in January, because it looks like The Wonder Years is a mid-season, season season two startup, so uh, they probably don't, I don't know if they'll get a full season then if they're airing in January, because if that were the case, then it would be airing well into the summer, and they just don't do that, at least I don't think they do. So when season two hits, we'll just kind of take it month to month. We'll we'll see how I want to do that. So I might may, maybe like pre-record some stuff, you know, kind of take a break from, you know, air the first one season, two, drop the first one in January when it airs and then just kind of take my time and then just take a month or two off and then that way and kind of build up some to put some out. We'll see about doing that. That might be maybe the way to go. So, alright, yeah. If you are new to the podcast, I want to say welcome. I have covered all six seasons of the original Wonder Years from 2017 to, I believe, 2018. I'm trying to remember when I finished covering. I know it was like like a year and a half. I think it took me... So, yeah, the podcast is a Facebook page. Just type Wonder Years Podcast. The Looking Back on My Wonder Years podcast will pop up. Follow it. See other shows that I've covered. I've covered episodes of Mr. Belvedere. I'm currently covering Small Wonder. I am finishing up season two. Small Wonder is a monthly podcast where I just do an episode a month. Like I said, I've covered episodes of Elf, Mr. Belvedere, the first four or five episodes of of American Dreams, for seven episodes of season one of Everwood. So, yeah, and just, you know, I also cover movies that I grew up with and movies I enjoy that I want to share with you all. So, since summer is kicking off as of next week. I'll be releasing Free Willy. I'm going to be covering all three movies. So, Free Willy 2 will be released in July, and then Free Willy 3 will be released at the end of August. So, look forward to those. If you want to write into the podcast, talk about your Wonder Years memories from the original show or your thoughts on the new show. And what you like or dislike about the characters, or love about the characters, you can write in at podcast at gmail.com. I always write the email description in the episode description on SoundCloud. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to show support, go to iTunes or your podcast app, look up the Wonder Years podcast, click on Looking Back on My Wonder Years, Scroll down to where it says "Leave a Review" and leave a review. Also, I currently cover episodes of Full House and Fuller House as part of the All My Lanta Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House Fuller House podcast, on there as well. So there is a lot of content. This 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 podcast actually just turned five years old as of at the end of May. So I'm very happy to say that uh, I love. What I do, I have a fun, fun time. I hope you guys have a great, fun time listening to my podcasts, episodes, and just reliving and rehashing and just having a good time, just rewatching these episodes. So, all right. Without further ado, let's jump into jobs and hangouts. I think I know what one is a more exciting one, right? <laughs> Hangout just thinking about this earlier today, I was like, I wonder if, if Kim gets like a discount because she works there, does that include like Dean, or maybe not Dean's friends, but Dean himself gets like a, maybe they get like a 50% or 20% discount off of food and beverages. I don't know. Like I said, I don't watch the episodes beforehand, so everything, my reactions are 100% straightforward and new and honest, so... Alright, let's jump into this episode. Okay, so let's take a look at the cold open here. So we have Dean and his friends. They're hanging out at Norman's house. Norman's dad is divorced, so they pretty much have the place to themselves. Just goof around, jumping on furniture, throwing. I don't know whether those are oranges or tennis balls or what they're supposed to be. But they're making a mess. They're not going to lamp over, which falls on the floor and breaks, it's just a tabletop lamp, but even still. And then they have a cup with no lid that they proceed to knock over. I mean you know that kind of stuff Get I don't know whether it's got grape juice in it or so uh you know pop or whatever, but um it spills all over the floor. And everyone's like, my dad is gonna be home like any minute. What are you doing? These kids gotta find a place to hang out where they can't be breaking people's stuff. Cause I, I can't no oh, no you'd know that they would not be able to go to Dean's and pull that craziness or even Corey's for that matter. Remember they're jumping on the couch in the sleepover episode and Corey says like, "Hey, get off my furniture! A lot of that stuff hasn't been paid for yet. What are you doing?" Slow mo shot of whatever that was that ball. Maybe it was a baseball. I don't know. But that slow mo shot of it hitting that plastic cup. <laughs> just, and then just the music just cuts out. Like oh boy. And it just seems like it's a sad situation for Norman, you know, his parents are divorced, but it's like, it's almost like a tug of war situation where his dad's trying to get him to like him more than his mom. Oh my gosh, it's one of those type of divorce situations where the kid is in the middle of it all. Like, why do I always have to choose? Why do I always have to take a side? So when Norma says, he stands up as guides, my dad will be home any minute. They mini- immediately go into cleanup mode. So we gotta get this place cleaned up. So yeah, they clean up like, and Dean's like, oh, is that good? And Norma says, hey, good enough for my dad. And Dean tells us like, yeah, they pretty much do it all this over again the next day. They need to find another hangout. They gotta find somewhere that they can just hang out and just, just chill. With adult supervision, probably, so they're not breaking stuff.
0: Up, you always had that one house where you and your buddies would meet after school or on the weekends and just hang. That house usually belonged to a friend whose parents were okay with letting their house be the hangout. Or an our case, it belonged to Norman's divorced dad who just wanted <laughs> Norman to like him more than his mom.
1: Home from school, and he's like, Hey, mom, dad, how you doing? I'm gonna go over to the Normans, okay? Is that cool? So Lily's like, uh, No, 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 no. You first, you're gonna sweep this floor up because there's more cereal on the floor than made it into your bowl this morning. So, yeah, here comes Kim in her waitress outfit or uniform, and apparently she's been at her job for a week. So, like, oh, there's my little working bee. How's it doing? Go enjoying the workforce. That's the thing, we never saw Karen really taking it, you know, because she went to, you know, college and whatnot. And she was always going to, like, protest. Oh, that's kind of like Kim was going to, like, protest rallies and stuff. But, yeah, I remember, like, at the end of season three, Wayne had gotten a job kind of, like, waiting, busting tables and whatnot. Because at the end of season three was where Winnie moved... And Wayne had gotten a job, and Karen was graduating high school. So yeah, yeah, I like the comparisons on Kim, but I also like how they the both families do go in different directions for certain things that are similar to the OG Wonder Years, and things that are different. Oh, he, Bill's like, oh, how's it feel? And Kim says, oh, like payday. I don't know how much did we just make back then. I mean, because basically you're, what, surviving on tips? Which, I mean, if you're getting paid a dollar or something, hour, I mean, I don't know what they got paid back in 1968 or 69, but uh, you know, this would be 69 because they had Christmas. And after Christmas, you start a new year, basically. So this is 69. Everyone loves payday, honestly. It's it's sad <laughs> It seems like a lot of jobs, it's like, you gotta, it's two, every two weeks, It's just like, ugh, stretching it till payday. But, I mean, for, I mean, she's been there a week, so far she seems to like her job. I mean, I don't know going forward if she keeps the job, or something happens, because like I said, I don't watch these episodes ahead of time, so I have no idea. Of course, Lillian has to take this into a teaching moment here, and she says, oh, you mean it feels good to be responsible and be rewarded for your hard work. I'm like, yeah, sure. But also payday. And Kim's like, yes, I have been growing as a person. And she says, I'm also going to buy a new dress for Kelly's party. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's her money. She can do what she wants with it. Come on. Well, I get the school part. Like, we agreed for you to take the job as long as it didn't interfere with your school work. Because Lillian's like, you have plenty of party dresses. I'm thinking, yeah, and then Bill adds the whole, well, yeah, also as long as you're responsible with the money you earn. What? I'm sorry, but if that's her money, let her do with it what she wants. She earned it. She busts those tables. She took customers' crap. That, that yeah, that's your reward is for putting up with, yeah. Just, she should be able to do it. I mean, how are they gonna if they had someone telling them how to spend their money? I don't think that's right. Bill says, oh, spending your first paycheck on a dress does not sound like a good idea. Oh, come on. It, it's her first paycheck. Let her have some fun with it. And then get serious about the others. And Lily and are like, oh, is uh, this a special party? And Kim's like, no. And Dean laughs and says, yeah, Kwame's going to be there. Oh, I should start hanging out with that guy. We saw in episode two, that guy is bad news. Find someone else. And Lillian's like, I thought you broke up with Kwame. And, of course, Bill refers to him by his actual name, Albert. And Kim says, I did. Really? You did? Then why are you hoping to see him at this party? seriously dean you need to butt out this is not your business because you oh if you broke up with them why are you on the phone with them all the time <laughs> it's like dean go find something else. i thought you were going to norman's go to norman's yeah oh yeah louis like dean it's not polite to eavesdrop you don't listen in on other people's con- phone conversations feels like oh what else did you hear and dean just says this Cheshire Cat grin on his face like, Oh, wouldn't you like to know what I heard? (laughs) And Lillian tells Kim, you've been back and forth with him like a trolley car, and I don't think any new dress is gonna help fix your relationship with him or whatever's going on with him. And Kim's like, uh, you know, I'll barely have enough for a new dress anyway. I barely make any tips at work. Well, I mean, if you're nice and everything to the the customers. I don't see why they shouldn't give you something. I mean, my gosh. Wait for a tip in 1969 at a, at a diner. Bill says, oh, you know that tips are based on good service, right? Like, look at, the manager's not going to keep her around if she's rude to customers. She, I mean, even if they're hard up for people, like, no, no, we need people. We need the pleasantness and everything. That's why I say, honestly, for a teenager, if you really want to get get a feel for the work world, put them in a fast food restaurant, put them in anything to do with customer service. Because that is really going to see, you're going to see on the other side of the counter how people are to you. And it's really going to make you kind of probably see about how you act as a customer. Like, gosh, am I really that bad? And Kim says, oh, yeah, Dad, I know. I was hired to make their black customers feel comfortable. The manager told her when he gave her the job or during the interview. Creative. Okay. And Kim says, well, there's not enough of them. So I've been inviting my friends to kind of come by. Okay. Oh, God, no, not the parents coming to your workplace. Hey, oh, my God. Yeah, because Bill's like, oh, hey, we're available. Will, you want to go get something to eat tonight? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm available. I can do that, sure. It's like, oh, my God. Talk about embarrassing having your parents show up at your job. Like, (laughs) No. I got what was she making stew or something. She says, "Oh, the stew's better on the second day anyway." Isn't that what they say about jambalaya? Like it's always better the second day. I heard that in a show once. And Bill says, "Hope, you know, I hope that you can get more tips because a lot of money gets taken out of your paycheck. Taxes. Oh, my goodness gracious sake, taxes. They will rip you asunder, I swear." <laughs> That's why it's like, get as many hours as you can. If jobs are offering, if you were in and you got the time, like, hey, take what you can get because us taxes, they'll rip you asunder. I'll say that. Serious! (laughs) Because she's like, Daddy, I know all about taxes. I'm I'm not talking about taxes. I'm talking about everyone in this house with a job chips in to help pay the bills. Well, hey, maybe she can contribute to the phone bill because she's calling her uh, her boy toy there. <laughs> I think that, well, I mean, she's, is what is she? She's eighteen, seventy, eighteen, right? So I mean, I'm surprised they don't eventually start charging her room and board, and like, oh, um, that here, here's your receipt for the breakfast you just ate, and the groceries you've been consuming. Kim just laughs us off as like only you can find a way to charge me for earning my own money. So Kim leaves, like, hey, I'll see you later. And Lily's like, yeah, uh, we'll be there shortly as long as Dean cleans up those three Cheerios under the hutch. Oh my goodness. See, you might want to make sure that cereal's getting in your mouth <laughs> and not on the floor. How <laughs> is he is he like filling the bowl to the brim where there's just a layer of dry cereal above the milk. Dean says not only did his mom have eyes in the back of her head she had x-ray vision as well and Dean's kind of like oh, I was gonna go to Norman's like no 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 we're going to Kim's diner oh and you need to take a bath because you smell like the outside. And Dean says, All oh, the guys are counting on me. I'm supposed to bring the cherry bomb and the rope. And they look like, Excuse me. Please tell me I did not hear what I just heard come out of your mouth. And she's like, Excuse me. <laughs> He's like, Oh, no, no, nothing. Never mind. You know what? Last cherry oil was picked up. I'm heading to the bath. I'll see you in a couple minutes. And that was the cold open. That pretty much sets up. Yo, we got. Dean's got to find a new hangout for his friends, which, why not? The place to be seen at the diner. Why not, right? Yeah. And Kim needs to work on getting tips. Hey, Mom. Dad. go
2: to Norman's. Not until you sweep up this kitchen. I believe there's more cereal on the floor than made into your bowl this morning. But I... You heard your mother.
3: Oh, there's our little working girl.
4: Finished your first week of having a real job. How's it feel?
2: <laughs> like payday? <laughs> you mean it feels good to have responsibility and be rewarded for your hard work? Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, I have been growing as a person.
4: And I'm going to buy a new dress for Kathy's party. Oh,
3: <laughs> we have
2: plenty okay, of party dresses.
4: We agreed to let you take this job only if you didn't interfere with school and you were responsible with the money you earned. Spending your first paycheck on a dress doesn't sound like a good idea.
3: Was well, it a special party? No. Yes. <laughs> Kwame going to be there. I thought you broke up with Kwame. Albert. I did. If you broke up, why are you on the phone with him all the time?
2: Dean, it is not polite to eavesdrop.
4: And what else you hear?
2: You two are more back and forth than a trolley car, and no new dress is going to fix that. But that's cool. Probably won't have enough money for a new dress anyway. I barely make any tips at work.
4: You do realize that tips are based on good service, right?
2: Yes, Daddy. I was hired to make their new black customers feel comfortable, but there aren't enough of them. So I've been inviting my friends to come by so they can tell people that it's cool to eat there.
4: If you need more customers, we're available. want to go to Naville.
2: Sounds like a good idea. Stu's better on the second day anyway.
4: <laughs> Hope your plan works and get more tips. You know, a lot of money gets taken out that paycheck. <laughs> I know about taxes, Daddy. I'm talking about what I take out. <laughs> Everybody in this house with a job chips in for
1: bills. Oh, man. Only
2: oh, you could find a way to charge me for earning my own money. see y'all later. And we will get ready to leave as soon as Dean cleans up
3: those last three Cheerios up under the hutch.
0: Not only did my mom have eyes in the back of her head, apparently she had x-ray vision, too.
3: But I was going to Norman's.
4: We're going to Kim's diner. After you take a bath, you smell like the outside.
3: But all the guys are counting on me. I'm supposed to bring them the cherry bomb and the rope. (laughs) What? Never mind. (laughs) Well, that last cherry was picked up, and i ain't going to go get the bats up.
1: All right, so now we are at the diner, and Bill ordered a pork chop with gravy on the side and no potatoes. And Lillian ordered, I think it was like country fried steak, but light on the batter, and with no pepper. And then Dean gets a burger with no onions but pickles. See, that's the thing, like when I go to Mickey D's and I get a double cheeseburger... I'm fine with the onions because they're diced up, but I cannot stand pickles. I've never liked pickles, never been a fan of them. And, of course, Kim gives Bill a refill on his sweet tea. He's like, oh, I saw you are getting a little low, so I'll take care of you. And she's got ketchup for Dean. And, of course, Lillian is like almost to tears, happy tears, because she's like, oh, look at my baby girl, so professional. And... Kim's all like, hey, I told you I got this job. I like, well, could handle this responsibility. Let me guess, someone's going like, to, hey, Miss, get over here and give me my, you know, probably, I bet anything she's going to have a rude customer coming up. What do you think? Seriously, sugar for his ketchup? I've never heard of that. And now he starts complaining. He's like, I said no seeds on my bun. Oh. Well, if they only have sesame seeded buns, man, I don't know what to tell you. We don't have buns that don't have seeds in them. So pick them out or you can go bunless with your burger. So Dean's going to be that kind of customer. Oh, Dean. So he's complaining about the lettuce being brown and also onion juice possibly on the brown lettuce. Like, dude, you're cool. Chill. Take it off then. And then he's complaining about uh, it's cold in here. And then Kim says, Dad, can you tell Dean to stop acting like a butt? Thank you. Of course, Bill's not going to help her. He's like, hey, you can't come crying to mom and dad on the job. I hate it, hate it, hate it. That term, the customer's always right. Because, uh. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, handle it yourself. Uh, You're on the job, remember? <laughs> the customer's always right. Who thought of that saying? I, I and I don't know about that. I think there are limitations to what a customer can be right about. So Kim's like oh sir to Dean, oh sir, let me take that burger back and make it right for you. Do you want uh, extra spit on that burger or do on an X, you see, or something gross like that. Yeah. Oh my God. This makes me think of that movie, Waiting, with Ryan Reynolds. Oh boy. <laughs> you don't mess with the people that make your food. Let me tell you that. Seems like, yeah, on second thought, it's fine the way it is. If you handle that like champ. And Lillian looks around, like, yeah, there are other black people there, which is awesome. And it looks like your plan's working, Kim. And she's like, yeah, I got other ideas to kind of make this place run a little more efficiently and better. And Dean tells us that, you know, his parents were used to Kim, you know, having these ideas and saying when Kim gets to heaven, she's going to tell St. Peter how to run things better. <laughs> and Dean says he'd always reply, if Kim goes to heaven, if. So, table eight just showed up, which are Kim's friends. And, of course, the other we're supposed to be, you know, waiting on customers, not hosting dinner parties. Like, girl... Calm down, relax, you're fine, don't cup an attitude, and, yeah, Kim's like, I'll provide excellent service, so they come back, and then this girl, this white girl's all like, great, and take even more tip money out of my pocket, like, excuse me, uh, no, you're not doing that, girl, and Bill's like, i watch my back with that one, and Kim's like, Wendy, uh, pfft. Her feet probably hurt, that's probably why she's like that. I'd be like, or it's her time of the month, who knows. And her, (laughs) she says, my feet would hurt too if I wore those ugly clawed hoppers all day. Of course, now that Kim's got a job, Dean's like, hey, now that Kim has a job, do you think I could get her allowance? I'd be like, no! Nice try, dude! But I don't think so.
2: gravy on the side no potatoes mommy country fried steak right on the batter with no pepper and here's dean's burger well done with pickles and no onions here is a refill of your sweet tea as i noticed you were getting a little low an extra napkin for you and extra ketchup for dean
4: very nice thank you
3: look at our baby girl so perfection i told you i could handle grown-up things like having a job you forgot the sugar for my ketchup I said no seeds on my bun. This lettuce is brown. I think I see onion juice on the bread, and it's it's cold in here. Dad, tell Dana to stop being a little butt. Mm
4: -hmm. You can't come crying to Mom and Dad on the job. Handle them yourself. But remember, the customer's always right.
2: (laughs) Sir, let me take that burger back to the kitchen to make it right for you. Did you want regular spit on that or extra juicy? On second thought, it's fine the way it is. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of us in here. I think your plan just might be working. It is. And I got lots more ideas that will help things run better around here.
0: My mom and dad were used to this from Kim. They always said, when Kim goes to heaven, she's going to tell Peter how he can run things better. To which I always replied, if Kim goes to heaven, <laughs> if.
5: Table 8 just said to Oh, my girlfriend shut up for me. Oh, this is going to be so fun. <laughs> we're supposed to be waiting tables, not hosting a dinner party in here. I'll be sure to provide excellent service so they come back and take even more tip money out of my pocket great
4: excuse me
5: i watch it back with that one wendy
2: she's fine her feet probably hurt mine would too have had one of those ugly clodhoppers hoppers all day
0: <laughs> as my mom and dad proudly watched kim take on this new level of responsibility with confidence the significance of the moment wasn't lost on me so
3: now that kim has a paycheck can i get her allowance <laughs>
1: Sure, where Bill and Lillian went to, but Dean's just kind of walking around the diner. And he goes over by Kim's friends who are trying to figure out a tip for Kim, and I think Dean said like fifteen percent is like a dollar And he's like, oh, I should have told you she's my sister, so you don't have to give her as much. They're just talking about how adorable, Kim's friends are talking about how adorable Dean is. And one of them is like, oh, he reminds me of my little brother, but my little brother isn't as smart. (laughs) They're like, oh, we should get him a milkshake. And then Kim's like, Dean, what are you doing over here? Why are you hanging out with my friends? Yeah, Kim tells Dean, like, scram, what are you doing hanging out with my friends? Go back to mom and dad. And when it comes her, like, oh, you know, you can hang out with us. And I love how Dean just situates himself right in their booth. <laughs> Adorable. Oh, Dean, you did not. And he's like, oh, waitress, I'll refill for me and my friends and uh, make it snappy, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like Dean isn't going to pay for that later. <laughs> so Lillian and Bill are all like, all right. Dean, let's go home. And he's like, no, we just, me and my friends here, we ordered drinks. We're going to hang. I'll just get a ride home from Kim. And Lillian's like, oh, you, that's what you think you're going to do. And Bill's like, just let him stay. You know, it might be good for him to observe Kim in the workplace. You learn about responsibility. Yeah, it's like, may as well let him stay and hang that way Bill and Lily kind of get the house to themselves for a bit again. <laughs> I love how of slaps <laughs> that Lillian on the button. says, yeah, she got that strong work ethic like her mama. <laughs> so yeah, and Lily says, Dean, just don't bother your sister while she's busy. We'll see you at home. And of course, I like how Bill wings to Dean and says, be cool. <laughs> I love how Kim's friends are so into Dean. Like, oh, so Dean, tell us a little about yourself. <laughs> 15% of
3: $7.50. Let's just give her 10%. Then that's easy. 15% is $1.13 when you round up. Oh, fifteen. <laughs> None right. of us can figure that tip out in our heads. Wait, that's for Kim? She, she's my sister. I should have told you less. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't he just the
2: cutest?
0: He reminds me of my little brother, but Calvin's not that smart.
2: He's not. We should buy him
3: a milkshake.
0: Now, girls my age may not have given me the time of day, but I was about to discover that the girl's too old for me to date? Oh, man, I was irresistible.
3: Bean, scram. Go back to mom and dad. Don't worry about it, girl. I mean, he can stay with us. Come on, it's fine. Thank you. Uh, hey, waitress. Refill for me, my friends, please. Make a snack, sweetheart. Mm? Careful. Come on, Dean. Time to go. The ladies and I just sort of drink. So I'm going to stay here for a while and ride on my camp. is that what you think you're doing?
4: I'll let the boy stay Lil. He might learn some responsibility by observing Kim in a work environment. She got that strong work ethic, it like
2: a mom. Okay, then, Dean, just don't bother your sister while she's busy. We'll see you at home. Be cool. So, Dean.
1: It's about yourself. So, it's later that night, and Lillian is going over Dean's book report saying, You know, you did a really good job on talking about why you like to call it the wild. The only downside about this report is there are a lot of misspelled words. Now, if you don't know how to spell something, you need to look it up. And Dean says, Well, how am I going to know how to spell something if. if... But, don't know how to spell something. How am I going to be able to look it up? Oh, my God. Yeah, of course, we got to throw this in where Dean's like, one day I'm going to create something that is automatically going to check your spelling for you. Oh, yeah, like, spell check. And Lillian says, lazy has already been invented. And Dean says, and that is why I don't have a yacht today, like, his future self. So there's a, uh, the doorbell's being rung, and of course Kwame's at the door, because Kim, I guess she's going to the party. And apparently Bill's just walking in the door from work, he's like, oh, Albert, and Kwame says, oh, I prefer Kwame, like, good for you. And <laughs> Bill says, I'm... Sure you do, but that's not what your mama named you. <laughs> so I love how Bill says I basically blocked in your car in the driveway, so you may as well, you know, sit a spell so we can kind of catch up and see what you're doing with your life. You're not. You're not getting out of it out of here that easily. <laughs> Bill asked how that revolution's coming, <laughs> right on schedule, <laughs> and. Lillian of kind of wants these two to define their relationship. Like, where are you at right now? And Kim says, look, he's just, as friends, he's driving me to a party. Like, okay, no one is, no one is believing any of that that's coming out of your mouth, Kim. So, Bill's not buying this whole friend scenario. He's like, no, 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 yeah, I use that term a time or two myself back in the day. Uh, but... Experience tells me that boys and girls cannot just be friends. And Dean is, like, thinking to himself, like, well, that's surprising to have girls that are friends. Yeah, but you're also 12, Dean. You're not, like, 17, 18 years old where your hormones are just raging and just, yeah. This girl's so ahead of her time because she's, like... (sighs) Well, Dean's like, oh yeah, thinking of Keith. So it's like, oh yeah. wait a minute, yeah. So Kim says, oh maybe that was true back in the day, but you know, back in the '40s, but now men and women are equals or something like that. I'm like, oh, mm, not in '69. I mean, in many ways, they definitely were not equals. As far as equal pay and equal treatment, just not only on in the workforce but in general, yeah. I love watching Kwame stutter like, I because <laughs> Bill's like, oh, you're gonna let her do all the talking, uh-huh. Oh, oh, now you're gonna interrupt me, and and Kwame's like, uh, 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 and Kim's like, we're friends, okay, and. Us We're going to be late for my friend's party, so can we please go? So, and Bill does remind Kim she still has a curfew. And Lillian says, You need to be careful, girl, okay? And Kim's like, I don't know. Like, do you, though? And. Dean's saying, you know, watching his father glare at Kwame, he's thinking how girl dads are like the meanest people in the world. It's like, yeah, right, wait till you become a girl dad yourself, Dean, and you'll understand. And Dean says, you know, until I became one, and then I know that the meanness is totally justified. Oh, yeah. Your book report is very good,
2: Dean. You really explain the things of Call of the Wild very well, but you had several misspelled words.
3: Now, honey, if you can't spell something, you got to look it up. How would I know if I spelled a word wrong if nobody tells me? One day, I'm going to create something that automatically checks your spelling for you. No, oh, baby. Lazy has already been invented.
0: And that's why I don't have a yacht today.
2: I got it! <laughs> Hi,
4: Miss Williams. so uh, i'll park behind you in the driveway so we might as well sit a spell and catch up how's that revolution coming y'all on schedule uh,
2: so uh, uh does this mean that you comment is just giving me a ride to the party as
4: friends friends uh-huh i used that one a time or two myself
0: back in the day but experience tells me there's no such thing as boys and girls being just friends what was my dad talking about i have friends who are girls like Kisa. All right.
2: Maybe that was true back in the 40s or whenever, but men and women are equals and we can define our own relationships. Is that what you two think you're doing? Yes. Friendship is what I want.
4: you driving this?
2: Yes. And my friend and I are about to be late to
4: Kathy's part. So you're just going to let her do all the talking for you? I'm, I'm sorry. So you're just going to interrupt her when she was talking? Oh, I'm so you just going to let me contradict myself like that? I don't...
2: We are picking up some other people on the way, so we really should go.
4: Kim, you know what time to be home. Yes,
2: Dad. <sighs>
0: Listen, you be careful, girl. Okay. Watching my father glare at Kwame... I thought girl dads were the meanest people in the world. Until I became one. Now I know that meanness is totally justified.
1: So yeah, it's in uh, school the next day, and Brad and Corey and Hampton and Norman are all there, and Corey's like, oh my gosh, you hung out with high school girls? No way! And yeah, and also, Norman adds, and they pay for your food? And Dean's like, yeah, we just talked Hampton wants the deets Like about what? It's like just Stuff They watch on the boob tube That's what they call TV How did the TV ever get the term boob tube? So Dean also mentions How the girls complain about the fact that Kim's Kim's friends Complain about the fact that they don't have enough scratch Slash money And something about submarine races Did I hear that right? Where they like to go for submarine races, which is making out in a car. Interesting slang. I've never heard of that before. Kids look disappointed. Guys look disappointed at that. Like, oh. And Dean says, yeah, I know, I know. I was disappointed too when I heard there weren't real submarines involved.
0: You hung out with high school girls? And they pay for your food? We
3: mostly just talk About what? Just stuff. Like what they watch on the boob tube. That's what they call TV. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, and how they never have enough scratch. That's money. And where they like to go for submarine races. It means making out in a car. (sighs) I know, I know. I thought there were going to be real submarines involved too.
1: So, Dean's... hanging out at the diner with Lillian and she's like oh I, I think it's so great that you want to support your sister and you were right about these milkshakes these are delicious I bet they were back then definitely the old fashioned well as we refer to old fashioned milkshakes with the with all the original ingredient stuff that they put in them back then but yeah and me Dean says this was a great idea to bring his mom out for milkshakes Shakes because it makes Dean look like a good brother <laughs> to Kim, and also in hopes that he would run into Kim's friends again. Dude, I don't think they're gonna be there all the time. Yeah, and I guess the, the whipped cream—like Kim is a connoisseur at the whipped cream for uh, the milkshakes. Like, yeah. So. The manager comes by as Kim and Wendy are filling, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, either salt or sugar shakers. And Kim asks the manager, like, oh, did uh, Wendy tell you about that menu idea that I had? And he's like, oh, no, what, what was it? Yeah, that's pretty cool. She says, hey, let's take a regular, like, the less popular things off the menu and then make them the specials of the... That sounds kind of interesting. And the manager actually looks like he's considering it. Of course, this Wendy girl who was giving Kim attitude the other night has given her the stink eye. It's like, girl, you're just jelly because you can't think of this stuff. You don't need to be giving Kim a hard time. Well, who is Wendy? Is Wendy the manager? Because... The guy's like, yeah, that's cool to me as long as it's cool with Wendy. I'm like, well, so is Wendy, like, the manager above that guy? Which I don't find that at all. Like, who is, uh, you know this Wendy girl is not going to be, like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. I bet she's going to say something like that. Like, oh, yeah, the manager tells Kim, like, oh, I told you I'd let her handle the menu. Why is she cooking the food? Oh whoa, whoa 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 Cause Kim's like oh that sounds like a good idea to me the manager walks away and then the this Wendy lady is all like hey it sounds like someone who's got some smart ass ideas Like Excuse me girl Yeah so you basically this Wendy person is jealous because here comes Kim with all these fresh ideas and Wendy's like yeah it sounds like a smart ass who And I'm sorry for saying that. That's the dialogue in the show. But, uh, yeah, it sounds like someone who thinks they know more than someone who's worked here for the last 10 years. I'm like, no, not necessarily. So what if some fresh new person is coming up with these cool ideas that you couldn't have, you know, even if you didn't want to think of these ideas? I mean, come on. You don't got to shoot her down just because she's new. She's coming up with cool ideas. And Dean, of course, is seeing this, because he's right over there in that booth. And Dean's, like, thinking, like, wow, that's the first time someone who wasn't my parents checked Kim for her know-it-all attitude. And Kim comes at it like, well, what's the problem? It's only trying to help. And Wendy is all like, maybe you need to learn how things work around here. And Mr. Young is the manager, so Kim kind of comes at it with, like, don't you think that he wanted... you know, fresh young people with new ideas to kind of make things really good around here. This is all, like, cu- saying Kim's got a smart mouth and she needs to learn her place. So I'm like, excuse me? <sighs> like, saying, hey, we should do this. Or, you know, she's not, like, copping an attitude. It's just... She's giving an idea, a mere suggestion. I'd be like, hey, try it for a week. If it doesn't work, then drop it. But at least give her the opportunity. But this lady is, like, shooting down Kim's ideas just because she's new. Because she hasn't been there for a decade. I mean, clearly, yeah, that woman is, that's her job. That's her main job. And then Kim is just doing this, you know, as kind of a part-time thing. But, I don't know. It just, it irritates me. Kim's not trying to tell her how to run the restaurant. She's just giving some helpful thoughts. She's just kind of spice things up. There's nothing wrong with trying different things just to see, you know, maybe the customers might be into it. Who knows? So, Kim goes over to her mom and Dean is like, can you believe Wendy giving me attitude like that? Going off on me like that? And Lillian's like, no, I didn't appreciate her tone either. It's like, Yeah, but you got to be careful you don't want to get let go, you are complaining to family members. Not that I'm saying that would be a reason for her to be let go or anything, but part of me thinks that Kim is just going to find a better job somewhere else. I mean, it's an okay job, but I mean, you want to deal with the, and it's not, I mean, what is the manager going to say? Wendy, you need, this is about you need to work together as a team. And your negative attitude is not gonna help things. So Lillian isn't taking Wendy's side but she's just saying like maybe you were kind of stepping out of your bounds and she tell and, and Kim's like what so you're on her side now? It's like no I'm always on your side but you know basically you're new here and stuff she's been here for over ten years I mean put yourself in her shoes. Yeah and Lillian even points out, like, you've been working here less than a month. Jobs have hierarchy and politics and just so much goes into this. And Lillian says, you need to learn before you start going around trying to change things. And Lillian says, it'd be like if I went to one of your parties and trying to show all the kids how to do the Watuzzi. How would you like that? It's like, I don't know. (laughs) And... Kim's like, yeah, all right, I get it, and Lillian says, hey, why don't you get me some french fries to go with this dip? Okay, is that, honestly, I've heard of people dipping french fries, like, when they go to Wendy's and they're frosty. I don't know why, but I just don't find that appealing at all. I mean, kudos to those that are into that, but I'm just like, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I, Lily, she's like but don't let that Wendy anywhere near my food <laughs> yeah so he took that conflict to heart with his, you know Lillian's advice and saying how you know we always had each other's backs and <laughs> called her this Wendy lady <laughs> she had a problem with Kim and oh look who it is it's Kim's friends coming in. Yes! Oh, um, I think that was kind of a one-time thing because here they come in, Kim's friends, and Dean's like, Hey, Pam! And they kind of look at him like, No, 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 we hung out once. This is not going to be a regular thing.
2: I think it is so good that you wanted to come here and support your sister. And you were right about the milkshakes.
0: Delicious. Yeah! Asking my mom to take me to the diner was a brilliant move. It made me look like a good brother, all while putting me in position to run into Kim's girlfriends again. Kim being heavy handed on the whipped cream tap was just a happy accident. Uh, Mr. Young,
2: did Wendy mention my menu idea to you?
0: No, what was it? Ooh, I'd seen that stink eye before, but usually it was Kim giving it to me.
2: I was thinking we should take our less popular items off our regular menus and tell customers there are specials of the day. That- might make them inclined to try something different
4: that's fine by me as long as it's okay with wendy i told you i'll let her handle the menu
5: sounds like a yes to me what it <laughs> sounds like is someone with a lot of smart ass ideas thinking she knows more than the people who worked here for the last 10 years
1: no it's
0: not. that was the first time i'd ever seen someone who wasn't mama or daddy check my know-it-all sister about her attitude what's the problem i was only trying to help why don't you learn how things work around here first time
2: Did you ever think that in addition to wanting new customers, Mr. Young wanted a waitress with a fresh
5: perspective and a better attitude? Well, he got one with a smart mouth who needs to learn her place.
1: (sighs) What's your problem?
2: Can you believe Wendy? Going off on me for no reason at all did not appreciate her tone, right? She definitely had a good reason. Wait, so you're taking her side? Baby, I'm always on your side, but that doesn't mean you're right. Well, then she's more <laughs> wrong. You have been working here for less than a month. Workplaces have hierarchy and politics that you need to learn before you start going around trying to change things. It'd be like me going to one of your parties and trying to show all your friends how to do the Watusi. Now, how would you like that? Oh, I get it. Now go get me some french fries to go with this milkshake. But don't let that Wendy anywhere near my food.
0: <laughs> I took Mama's example to heart. No matter our internal conflicts, we were a family and always had each other's backs. This Wendy lady had a problem with Kim, and that meant we had to... Oh, hey, here comes Pam. Hey, Pam.
1: Okay, well, it seems like it's a regular thing. No, I guess, no, because he was saying Pam, and Pam would look over and smile at him. And, yeah, Dean's just hanging out. Kim's hanging out. You know, standing there. I mean, they ain't busy, so. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, Dean's like, oh, they're talking about people I didn't know, music I didn't listen to, magazines I haven't read yet. It's like, yeah, it's kind of cool. You know, just listening taking stuff in you don't necessarily you gotta know the people they're talking about or whatever but it's just being there and being you know on the on the inside it just yeah well so there you know in the summary, i did say something about kim's friends having a problem with kim or something so i wonder if that is coming up because there's only like 10 minutes left of this episode so, I'm kind of curious, is that going to come into play here? So, yeah, the one girl who had a, the birthday, was that Kathy? Because she was like, oh my gosh, I think my birthday party was the best party of the year. And then the other girl says, I can't believe all the boys we invited showed up. They start talking about Irvin and Kwame doing some, su- I don't have the subtitles on this episode, hold on a Oh, when, uh, Irving and Kwame were trying to sing, like, the 10-page I cannot believe I've been going through this episode. There's, like, 10 minutes left, and I didn't realize I didn't have the subtitles on. (laughs) And Dean's like, (laughs) Kim must have loved that. And the girls kind of look at him like, (laughs) oh, why? And Dean says, uh, well, because, uh, so is he trying to say, like, Kim and Kwame are together or something. All look the guys. We got Hampton, Norman, and Corey coming in. Aw, and someone's holding the door open for them. That's so nice. I'm going to go over there and say, hey, I can't hang out with you. I'm hanging out with Kim's friends right now. So why don't you get a booth over there? Maybe I'll join you later or something to that effect. Oh my god, you're so rude. He's like, what are you guys doing here? And Hamden's said, like, well, you were bragging about how fun this place was. We thought we'd come check it out for ourselves. Yeah, Nora, yeah, Hamden's all like, yeah, we were bragging about how fun this place is. we decided to join you. And <laughs> I love, of course, like, yeah, and Norman's apartment does not have any gorgeous high school girls. I don't see why they wouldn't let them in there. I, I think they would. Like, oh, yeah, boys, come on, sit down here. We'll get you some milkshakes. Uh, Dean doesn't want to share his quote unquote friends, but they're my friends and they're fit that, like, oh, come on. Oh, oh, they're way more mature than you guys, so. Ugh. why to chef your friends, man. And Norman's like, so? And Dean says, not everyone loves jokes about passing gas, Norman. And Norman's like looking at Hampton and Corey, like, Really? It's like, well, they are like seven, sixteen, seventeen years old, so. And of course the girls call Dean over, like, Dean, your food's getting cold. And Dean's like, okay, come on, get over here. So enters is like, this is uh, Hampton and Cory and Norman, but <laughs> they're not staying. You know those girls are probably gonna fall in love with those kids. Like, no! Come on, we got room! Get in here! So, one of the girls asks, Dean if he knows Kwame and Dean says no not really only I hear about him when he calls for Kim and of course she's like oh I hope they give you enough time to talk to your girlfriend okay girl calm down he's 12 you're like 17 (laughs) that is not but I think oh I think she likes Kwame oh oh this is making me nervous He's like, oh, I don't really have a girlfriend right now. And she's like, hmm, I can't believe that, Dean. Dean thinks to himself, you know, I should have been a little uh, suspicious about this line of questioning. But, of course, he wanted to show the guys probably how cool he was. He wanted to show the guys how in he, in quotes, in he was with the high schoolers. Dean says, oh, anyways, he doesn't call as much since they broke up. So, Yeah. And, oh, oh, when was that? And Dean's like, I'm not sure. They took a walk by the train tracks. And and the girl says, oh, yeah, sound familiar? And then Dean says, yeah, she told my mom and dad they were just friends. Oh, he is getting, basically, they're getting the intel from Dean. There's a reason why they want, something's going on. Oh, my gosh. Is Kwame seeing more than one girl? What's going on here? She's clearly fishing for deets from Dean, and he is just happily giving them up. I mean, if he wasn't too busy trying to impress, you know, his guy friends there, he, yeah, he even said, I should have been suspicious about this line of questioning. You gotta stop with this. She's like, oh, Dean, I think it's crazy that uh, you don't have a girlfriend. Girl, this is heading into creepy territory, so can you, like, not? What is she, why does she keep, like, implying with this, exactly? Yeah, she's like, well, who wouldn't want to be with an honest young man like you? Oh my goodness! Is Kim going to find out that Kwame, when they were together, had been cheating on her? Which, I don't want to be surprised. But, um, yeah, I'm really wondering, what is this leading to? Yeah, and she's like, oh, I bet you don't even eavesdrop on Kim and Kwame's phone calls, do you? And of course he does. He knows everything that goes on with their phone calls. And Hampton is like, I need to use the restroom. Why is it like, hey, Dean, you? Q... Yeah, Hampton, I think he knows what's... Or maybe he just needs to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and Corey's like, I think we all have to go, because... Yeah, when he's like, I, Hampton's like, i got to use the bathroom. And Dean's like, just go. Well, Dean's the one sitting on the end. And, and it's like, well, you have to let me out. I was like, okay. And then Corey says, I think we all need to go. As Dean, you need to get, we need to have a discussion in the men's bathroom.
0: His friends were super cool. All they really did was gossip about people I didn't know, talk about music I didn't listen to, and reference magazines I hadn't read. But still, I never felt so included in my life.
2: I think my birthday was the best party of the year. I couldn't believe all the boys
3: we invited actually showed up.
5: Did you see when Irvin and Kwame they were trying to sing with the station <laughs>
3: so funny. <laughs> Kim must have loved that. Really? Why? Well, because... Uh... Give me one second, guys. What are you guys doing here? You were bragging about how fun this place was, so we decided to join you.
2: Yep, and Norman's dad's
3: apartment does not have gorgeous high school girls. But they're my friends, and they're, they're way more mature than you guys. So? Not everyone loves jokes about passing gas, Norman. Really? Dean, your food's getting cold. This is Norman, Cory, and Hampton, but <laughs> they're not staying. So, Dean, do you know Kwame? No, not really. Let me just say hi to him for when he calls for Kim. I would hope they give you enough time to talk to your girlfriend. <laughs> I don't really have a girlfriend right now. Mm, I can't believe that, Dean.
0: Now, I should have been suspicious about this whole line of questioning, but I wanted to show the guys how in I was with the high schoolers.
3: Anyways, he doesn't call <laughs> as much since they broke up. And And when was that? I don't know exactly. He took her for a walk by the train tracks. And...
2: Sound familiar?
3: She told my mom and dad that they were just friends.
0: I heard him.
2: You know what, Dean? I think it's crazy that you don't have a girlfriend. I mean, who wouldn't want to be with an honest young man like you? You know, I bet you don't even eavesdrop on Kim and Kwame's phone calls, do you?
3: I need to use the restroom. Let go. You have to let me out. just...
0: I
1: think we all have to go. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, they pull Dean into the boys' bathroom. And he's like, hey, what gives? And Corey's like, she's pumping you for information, man. Like, how do you not see that? And Dean, is he that oblivious? Is he that oblivious? Because he's like, why would she do that? And Hampton's like, it's so obvious. <laughs> I'm sorry, now I have the hiccups. Oh, not Hampton! He's like, Pam's in love with you! Like, no, she's not. She's trying to, <clears throat> to smooze Dean to get info about Kim and Kwame's relationship. <clears throat> so, I'm wondering if uh, Pam and Kwame went out. and Because when... Dean's like, oh, he took her out by the railroad tracks. The girl who had the birthday was like, oh, does that sound familiar? So, hmm, yeah. Dean's like, what? No, that's impossible. Really? Says, she asked you if you had a girlfriend and said any woman would be lucky to have you. And Norman adds, and she stares deep into your eyes when she talks. Like this. See, they're 12-year-old boys. They don't get it. He's like, that's love. And Dean says, no, but she asked about Kim and Kwame. Kwame. He adds, to keep you off guard. Girls are tricky that way. No, they're pumping him for information because they want to know about Kim and Kwame's relationship. Like, are they on or off again? Are they broken up? Are they just friends? What's the deal there? I love how Hamden is like, whoa, this is better than the stories I watch with Granny. As in soap operas. Huh. Like, oh, I'm digging this drama. I want to see how this plays out. And Dean asks him, well, what do I do? And Corey says, S- you, look, you let her take the lead, all right? And Corey's dad says that women know exactly what they want and they know exactly how to get it. Older women, women, apparently. And Dean says, I was happy that I had friends that had my back, even if they had no clue what was actually going on.
3: <laughs> what? what gives? She's
0: pumping you for information, oh. man.
3: Why would she do that? It's so obvious. Obvious. Huh. Pam's in love with you. No what. Really? No, that's impossible. She asked you if you had a girlfriend, and said any woman would be lucky to have you. And she stares deep into your eyes when you talk. Like this. That's love! No, no. but she asked about Kim and Kwame.
0: To keep you off guard. Girls are tricky.
3: This is better than the stories I watch. Granted, so what should I do?
0: You let her take the lead, all right? My dad said older women know just what they want and exactly how to get it. I was glad I had friends who had my back, even if they had no clue what was actually going on.
1: I still wasn't right. sure. Sh- so next day they're at the diner and mm-hmm. Dean tells us how he's like, yeah, he's not really thinking that Pam really has a crush on him. Like I don't really believe that they're saying that. So, he, but he sprayed extra Afro sheen <laughs> on his hair. And he chewed half a roll of breath mints. So Kim comes up and asks them if they're ready to order, and she says, oh, by the way, no asking for water and lemon to make your own lemonade. Our parents actually gave us money today. (laughs) She's like, all right, well, then what do you have? And here comes, I've forgotten her name already, (laughs) Wendy. Mm. And she says to Kim, oh, table five needs more jelly. And Kim's like, okay, but, you know, like, my um, young kids are in. Wendy is like, yeah, now though, if you can get their jelly. I'm sure these gentlemen will wait. Because, you know, of course, one of them is Kim's brother. Like, these kids, they're kids. They're not important. They can hold on for a minute. I mean, they're clearly not going to be able to tip you, so. And Dean is all like, I still don't understand. You know, he's like, trying to figure out what the heck <laughs> is going on with Wendy. Why is she got a bug up her butt about Kim? Kim was great at her job. Huh. Dean says he figured that had something to do with Kim being from the original mother race? What is that about? And Wendy being jealous because her loins weren't the birthplace of civilization. I don't know what Dean is actually talking about, but okay. That's basically just he's quoting what he got from those Black Panther p- pamphlets in Kim's room. Oh, oh boy. Here we go. We got Kathy and Mildred with Kwame. Huh, that's not gonna look good. Oh boy, is there gonna be a blowout? So I'm gonna be angry. Kim's gonna like be so angry and what can she do because she's at her job, she's gonna lose her job. What's gonna happen? The fact that she brought Kwame to the place where Kim works, I don't like this at all. And even Kwame looks unsure because Kim works there. And she's like, Oh, Dean, you remember my boyfriend? And Dean's like, Kwame's your boyfriend? And she says, Yeah, we're back together now. And Kim comes out with just this look of like. You no, know, she's totally hurt by this. Like, what is going Really, what's going on? Like, oh, two cokes for me and Kwame. Like, really? Girl, come on. Uh, pretty much, Dean is feeling bad now because he was pretty much he says that was part of a nefarious plot all along They're Pumping in for information about Kim and Kwame's relationship, whether there even was one, whether they're just, they're just friends. So Mildred could go after Kwame since he's supposedly available. And Kim is just like, but I thought we were, I mean, you said and I just like, oh my gosh. I feel for Kim in this moment. That That's... And the fact that she brings Kwame to Kim's workplace. That is a low blow, girl. What kind of friend are you? She's not. They're not her friends if they're going (gasps) to pull that. And Dean says as much as he didn't like his sister sometimes, it never occurred to him that her friends, Kim's friends, may not have been her real friends. And we see Wendy over there. It's like, great, what is Wendy going to do? Say, get back to work? What are you doing standing there? Plummy's all like, uh, Kim, I didn't know you'd be working today. Why would you show up at her place of employment even if you didn't know her? I mean, come on. That's a low blow on him. I'll be like, don't you ever come to my house. Don't ever call me or come to my house or any of that. And Kim says, didn't know or didn't, didn't care. Guys, I am so sorry about these hiccups. They are not going away. And Kwame said, uh, can we talk about this? I'd be like, why bother you with your new girlfriend, right? (laughs) Why do you need to talk to me? Oh, boy. What is Wendy gonna do? Is she gonna save the day or is she gonna get all up in Kim's face and be that kind of person? Oh, Oh, no! She, like, walked right into Kim and I guess Kim had some food on her or holding some plates in her hands and when she comes out, she walks right into Kim. Let me see how this went down again. It happened pretty quickly. <laughs> Helen is the hell, why am I calling her Helen? <gasps> um, no, Wendy is the one that had the plates. And Kim, when Kim turned, well, Kim looks like she had a bowl in her hand. Oh my goodness, this is not good. Ooh boy. Oh burn! <laughs> so the boys go to help. You know, Dean and Corey go to help Kim, and she's like, I don't need you to help me with this mess. And then even Kwame goes, but of course, his new girlfriend's like, oh no, let her weird little brother help clean up her mess. Like, girl, get out of this restaurant. You're not welcome here, and neither are you, Kwame. But Dean helps her out anyways, like he's her brother. Of course he's gonna step in and help. But, I mean, Wendy didn't, like, scream it or, like, Why are you doing it? he didn't do any of that. He just, like, walked away and to get her uniform cleaned up. Why
0: is this Not- I still wasn't All sure right. the guys were right about him having a crush on me. So just in case, the next day I sprayed extra Afro-Sheen on my hair and chewed half a roll of breath mints.
3: Are you ready to
2: order? And no asking for lemons and water to make your own lemonade. Well, our parents actually gave us money, today.
5: Okay that's What do you have? Table five needs more jelly. Ooh. Okay, Now, I'm sure these gentlemen will wait.
0: I still hadn't figured out what Wendy's issue was with my sister. Kim was great at her job, but I figured it had something to do with Kim being from the original mother race and Wendy being jealous because her loins weren't the birthplace of civilization. I mean, that's what I got from those Black Panther pamphlets in Kim's room, anyway. Ooh.
3: Oh, Kathy, Mildred. Here, Hampton, slide over and give him some room.
5: you
3: know my boyfriend
5: wait Kwame is your boyfriend oh.
1: yeah we're back together now no oh, that's Pam I think it's Milgram
5: Kim two cokes for me and Kwame <sighs> really oh. uh, I thought that we <laughs> I, I mean you said
0: as I saw what was unfolding before me I began to realize oh. that I'd been part of a nefarious plot <laughs> all along as much as I didn't like my sister sometimes it never occurred to me that her friends may not have been real friends. Kim, uh, I-, I didn't know you'd be working today.
5: Didn't know, I didn't care. Well, can-, can we
0: talk about this?
1: So, Dean says, you know, after an hour of mean mugging and shooting the occasional spitball at Kwame and Pam, my friends had to get home. And Corey's like, sorry about this, man. And Hampton says, yeah, that Pam is a real Jezebel. She's a Jolene. Let me tell you that Dolly Parton song. She's Pam is a Jolene right there. Okay, Hamden, you gotta laugh with soap operas. It's like actually, he makes, she makes, Jezebel about look like Ruth. Oh, look from the vibe. Oh yeah. And Hampton throws his hands like it's not just a book. Guys. And Norman and Corey kind of clap Dean on the shoulder, just saying, yeah, I'll "See you tomorrow, guys. It'll be all right. Don't worry about it, Dean." So Dean just kind of sits on the bench and hangs out waiting for Kim to get done. It looks like it's going on four o'clock, so maybe that's, her shift is only a couple hours. And Wendy comes out and Kim says, look, before you say anything, I know my behavior was unprofessional. And Wendy says, honey, it was more than unprofessional. It was a train wreck. Oh, we're seeing a different side of Wendy. Okay, but she's like but it wasn't your fault. Here, let me show you something. She's pulling out a piece of paper. Oh boy, what is that about? Yeah, Wendy pulls out a picture of Chad, and uh, Wendy says, boy, did he have my nose wide open. What does that mean? Is that a, who knows? And Wendy says, you might say he was my Kwame. And she pulls out another picture, and that was taken about a month after he left me. Oh, it looks like someone might be preggers. Oh, she got pregnant by Chad, and then she pulls out another picture, like, that is Chad Jr. Oh, cute kid. And Kim asks, is he your only child? And Wendy says, mine, not his dad's. And Wendy says, I heard that Chad Sr. has Would she say three other daughters by two other women? Three daughters by two other women. Oh my goodness. And Kim's like, wow, that's heavy. And Wendy says, and that is why I can see a no good guy coming a mile away. And Wendy says, that's why you need to let Kwame go. And Kim's like, I know. And Wendy says, no, you don't. And Wendy, yeah, she's made advice for Kim. She's like, you may have let him go, like, up here. You know, she's pointing to her head, and then she says, but you need to let him go in here, as in she's pointing to her heart. <laughs> I love this. I, I really am starting to of like Wendy. She says, because if it gets any lower, you're in real trouble. Like, oh, yeah, we know what, what she's going to be pointing. Like, yep. And Kim says, like, but by her, and Wendy says, maybe the two of us didn't start off so good. But I wish I could have told you what I wish someone would have told me ten years ago. I want to tell you what I wish someone would have told me ten years ago. Yeah. And Kim says, I know I need to move on. There's no way I can go through another scene like the one this afternoon. It's like, yeah, girl, you gotta get yourself some new friends, too. I mean, those girls clearly are not friends. I did not... I mean, when I read that summary before I started the episode, I was just, I don't know what I was thinking, but it wasn't that. It wasn't as, I just thought, oh, her friends are going to be like, oh my gosh, you have a job now, so you can't hang out anymore. It was much more than that. (laughs) Oh, I love this girl. I love this girl. She is sharp. She is, oh. She's sassy. (laughs) She's like, oh, he's just lucky that one of us didn't have a pistol. (laughs) Dean says, you know, comparing to what I saw with uh, Kim and Pam to what I was seeing now, I learned that true friendship can come from the most unexpected places. And Dean tells us this might be the first time in my life that it ever occurred to me that there might be a period in my life even more emotionally challenging than junior high.
0: And shooting the occasional spitball at Pam and Kwame, my friends had to get home. Sorry about all this, man.
3: Yeah, that Pam is a real Jezebel. Actually, she makes Jezebel look like Ruth. It's not just a book, guys. <laughs> Cheer, yeah.
5: Before you say anything, I know my behavior was unprofessional. Honey, it was more than unprofessional. It was a train wreck. But it wasn't your fault. Here, let me show you something. His name is Chad. Boy, did he have my nose wide open. You might say he was my Kwame. That was taken about a month after he left me. And that is Chad Jr. Is he your only child? Mine. But not his dad's. I've heard Chad Sr. has three daughters by two other women. Wow. That's a heavy. That's why now I can see a no-good guy coming a mile away. You need to let Kwame go. I know. No, you don't. You might have let him go up here, but you need to let him go in here, because if it gets any lower, (laughs) you're in real trouble. (laughs) I love this. But why maybe the two of us didn't start off so good but i felt i should tell you what i wish someone would have told me 10 years ago thanks
2: i know i need to move on there's no way i can go through another scene like the one this afternoon
5: Mm -mm. he's just lucky neither one of us had a pistol
0: (laughs) that's right comparing what i'd seen between kim and pam to what i was seeing now i learned that true friendship can come from the most unexpected places This was the first time it ever occurred to me that there might be a period in my life even more emotionally challenging than junior high.
1: So it's confession time here for Dean as he and Kim are walking home. He says, I have to tell you something. He's probably going to say, like, uh, Pam and her friends, like, pumped me for information about you and Kwame. So, yeah, Dean says, I'm kind of the one that told that you and Kwame were broken up and Kim's like thanks thanks a lot and Dean says oh I really hope that Kim was gonna add but it wasn't your fault like uh, come on Kim you gotta get that guy out of your brain out of your heart and of course she didn't say that and Dean's trying to really I just I don't understand why you can't be done with Kwame yeah, so and they're just you know walking, and he's like, I swear, you guys is like you've broken up like a thousand times, and Kim says, girls like guys like Kwame, even girls who know better like me and Wendy, and Dean asks, does that mean that there are girls, guys like, or hold on, what did he say Dean asks, does that mean that there are girls like Kwame that, that guys like yeah pretty sure there probably are yeah and dean's like even though we know better and kim says yeah and pam is one of them yes she is conniving and kim gives some advice to Nina, and even you're like eh. and the way that she played you well, you better start praying now like you that you don't fall for one of those types of girls and dean just seems to turn the future uh And Kim gives Dean some advice and says, you know, you gotta, you know, sometimes relationships don't make sense, but you have to have good friends around you. Have good friends around you that will tell you the truth and see things that you don't see. And Kim says, obviously I'm still looking for good friends like that and dean's like but you've always had a ton of friends and kim says well yeah i mean i've always been popular but that's not the same as having good friends it's like yeah you can get along well with people and have like a a circle of people that you're friendly with but that's not the same as having good friends that will have your back like you might have a cut like like, Dean and Cory are really, really good friends, and I really hope that they keep that friendship going well into high school, well into college, and into adulthood, like Kevin and Paul. Kim says, like you, you have real friends. And Kim says, I'm a little jealous of that, and Dean tells us that was the only time that his sister ever said she was jealous of anything that he had. Oh, come on! Because she goes over to a car and like, what the hell? Those guys saying, Dean is a butt. And they're, like, drawing, like, pic stuff. What is that? Who did that? Uh, yeah, looks like Kim's car needs to be washed. Because <laughs> it says on the back, Dean is a butt. And, of course, Dean says, yeah, and she was right to be jealous this time.
3: <laughs> I have to tell you something. I'm the one that told Pam that you and Kwame were broken up.
0: Thanks. Thanks a lot. I really hope Kim was going to add a, but it wasn't your fault. She didn't.
3: I just don't understand why you can't be done with Kwame. I swear, you guys have broken up like a thousand times. (laughs) Girls like guys like Kwame. Even girls who know better. Like me. And Wendy. Does that mean that there are girls like Kwame that guys like? Even though we know better? Uh, yeah. And Pam is one of them. Based on the way she played you, you better start praying now.
0: Damn, the future.
2: <sighs> Look, sometimes relationships don't make any sense. That's why you have to make sure you have good friends around here. We'll tell you the truth. See things you don't see.
3: Obviously, I'm still looking for good friends like that. But, but you've always had a ton of friends been popular.
2: That's not the same as having good friends. Like you. You have real
0: friends. I'm a little jealous of that. That was the only time my sister ever said she was jealous of anything I had.
5: What the hell?
0: (laughs) Those guys. (laughs) And she was right to be jealous this time.
1: So it looks like Dean is back in school the next day and he's like hey guys great news. Oh, wait a minute. No, Norman comes up and says, hey, guys, great news. My parents are back together. That's awesome for Norman. That is so great. Although, where are they going to hang out now? And Norman's like, yeah, but my dad moved back home, so no no more apartment for us. And he's just like, uh oh. And Cory says, hey, it looks like it's back to the diner. That's the thing. We didn't see Brad at the diner with them. And Corey's like, hey, do you know any other cool friends of your sisters that we can hang out with? And Dean says, yeah, she's not even working at the diner as much. Then where is she working? She's got an extra job. Okay, cool. What's that extra job? Is it babysitting? Is she babysitting Wendy's kid? (laughs) Did I call that or did I call it? Yeah, she is babysitting Wendy's son, Chad Jr., And it's like, all right, he's changing. He's putting on his PJs. Uh, Dinner's in the oven and should be ready in a few minutes. Is Dean going to hang out and play with Chad Jr.? Cool. Yeah, Wendy's like, hey, thank you for babysitting these extra night shifts. Night shifts really help me out. I'll see you later. Bye, Dean. And Dean's like, I don't know why I'm here. Oh, so she brought him along. Okay. Like, because he's like, Mom's cooking is way better than Wendy's. He's complaining, she doesn't even have a color TV. Like, oh, give me a break, Dean. There's more to life than color TV. And... <laughs> Kim says, this is what you get for lying to our parents about how you are learning responsibility from watching me work. In quotes. <laughs> Dean's like, okay, I'll watch. And Kim's like, oh, no, this time you'll learn from experience. Kim tells him, you can start by setting the table and getting dinner out of the oven. Are we going to see Chad Jr.? (laughs) Kim says, Chad and I are hungry. He likes his chicken strips with extra ketchup. And Kim adds, I like mine crispy. Two waters and extra napkins. Make it snappy, sweetheart. (laughs) She's just throwing it back to Dean like what he was doing at the diner.
3: dad moved back home so no apartment for us looks like it's back to the diner does your sister know any more cool high school friends we can hang out with she's not even working at the diner as much she's got an extra job
5: he's changed and he's putting on his pjs dinner's in the oven and should be ready in a few minutes thank you so much for babysitting these extra night shifts really help me out i'll see you later bye dean know
3: why i'm here mama's cooking is way better than wendy's she doesn't even have a color tv this is what you get for lying to our parents about how you work the learning responsibility
2: from watching me work Fine, i'll watch no this time you'll learn from experience you can start by setting the table and getting dinner out the oven chad and i are hungry he likes his chicken strips with extra ketchup and i like mine crispy we'll need two waters and extra napkins make it snacky sweetheart (laughs)
1: <laughs> Alright, that is the episode, so wondering words of wisdom here for this episode. I am just going to say how about maybe when it comes to if older kids are trying to hang out with you, especially if it's your older siblings friends, they're asking you questions, Like, maybe you ought to think before you answer. Like, hey, maybe they're not hanging out with me because they like me. They're just pumping me for information. Yeah. But, yeah, Dean definitely learned a valuable lesson of, uh... Learning how much to say and who to trust. And, yeah, Kim learned a valuable lesson in, um... There's more to a person than what you see on the outside. You know, I, I, I didn't like Wendy. At first. I definitely didn't like her at first. But then that whole thing with Kwame and Pam happened. And we got to see another side of Wendy about why she maybe is the way that she is. And she's like, hey, I don't want this kid to go down, this girl to go down the same road I went down. Like, that's why I'm giving you advice I wish someone had given me when I was your age. So, that is really cool. And I kind of called out, like, I bet she's babysitting Chad Jr. We didn't get to see Chad Jr., but that's all right, so. And Norman's parents are back together. That's so great, even though it's like, oh, we don't have an apartment anymore to have as our little hangout. And, well, we don't need to hang out at the diner since Kim isn't really working there as much. So, yeah. Alright, so the next episode I'm going to be covering is Season 1, Episode 18, Goose Grease, weird, which aired on April 6th, 2022. In this episode, when Dean comes down with chicken pox on his way to a hunting trip with Bill and Granddaddy Clisby, Lillian forces the three of them to quarantine together and Clisby pushes homemade remedies on them out of his mistrust of doctors. Wow, so that is going to be interesting. We get the return of Granddaddy Clisby. I believe we met him like... Gosh, when was the episode that we... Oops, oh, when that we met him. I know it was... It was Independence Day. That's right, that was episode 7. So we get to meet him again like... 11 episodes later. We also get the return of... Bruce, the older brother, I was kind of wondering, you know, after the Christmas episode, I'm like, are we going to see Bruce again? Are we not going to see him again? What's going to happen with that? So, yeah. All right. So I will be back in July with Goose Grease. I hope you guys all enjoyed the episode. I just, I love covering the show. I look forward to season two starting in January. So, all righty you guys want to email the podcast you can do so at Podcast at gmail.com if you want to leave a review for the podcast go to itunes apple Podcasts, search the wonder years podcast so looking back at my wonder years podcast will pop up scroll down to where it says leave a review and leave a review have a great wednesday everybody bye bye